No matter who you are or where you're from, you've seen and experienced the division in our world and probably even in some of your relationships. So in this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about how we can bring unity in a world of division. And stick around because we've got some announcements about the Ministry Leader Conference at the end of the episode. You're listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast, designed to help leaders just like you leverage your time and influence for greater impact with young people. My name's Brian, and the man on the other mic is Reggie. We're your hosts on this podcast, and we're excited to spend the next few minutes talking ministry with you. Here we go. Man, Brian, I'm so excited to jump into this topic. It's January 7th. Just yesterday, we had some craziness happening down in, in D.C. Chaos, man. I didn't even know anything was going on. And then, like, my wife sends me a, a link. She's like, do you see what what's happening at Washington, D.C.? And I was like, no. And then I turned on the video and to see the rioting and the people going through the the building and, and just disrespecting all of this history. And yeah, it was crazy. You know, the, the year that we've had, like, I think this has kind of been the culmination of all the, the disunity and the, the division that we've seen and experienced in our country yeah. uh, just came to a head yep. yesterday. And I, I say that, but um, maybe there's more coming. And, and that scares me a little bit. But we saw what uh, divisive leadership can do. And I think that's one reason in this episode we want to talk about how we as leaders, Christian leaders who follow Jesus, can, can be different. Yeah. And, and can lead differently uh, in, in the ministries that we serve in and for the young people that are watching us. Absolutely. So um, we want to share a few thoughts on how we can do that. Um, but before we get there, I want to share a story uh, from, from Scripture. And it actually is a story that's woven into the, the, entire, the entirety of the gospel yeah. uh, because it has to do with two of the men who followed Jesus. And, you know, we, we read about Matthew, and we know Matthew was a tax collector, right? And tax collectors... Uh, were Jewish men who worked for the Roman government. And so tax collectors were seen as traitors to their their own people. And then there's Simon, Simon the Zealot. And we don't know much about Simon right. other than every time he's mentioned, there's a lot of Simons in Scripture. So, um, you know, Simon Peter, the, every Simon has a name or a nickname attached to him. Yeah. This guy was Simon the Zealot. And so the only thing we know about this Simon was that he was a zealot, and zealots were part of a political party that were extremists, that wanted the Romans out of the country. And the only people that zealots hated more than Romans were Jews who worked for the Roman government. <laughs> and yet, somehow, it, it's amazing. Like, you don't pick this up because there's no one particular story that says, then Matthew said to Simon the zealot. Like, you don't get that. But to understand who these men were that followed Jesus and go, they were on completely different, you know, different sides of the political spectrum. And yet somehow, it wasn't just politics that separated them, um, but somehow they were able to unify around Jesus. So let's, let's talk about how we, how we do this. We understand it's important. Um, we understand that we're not demonstrating it well right now in our country and in our churches, um, and we need to, to focus on it. So how do we do it? And I think there's kind of two fronts that we need to go down as, as Christian leaders. Um, number one, modeling. We have to model this uh, before we can teach it to our young people. You know, uh, you, if you're listening, likely you're working in a setting where you're ministering to, to teenagers. And uh so it's important that you're teaching that, but you have to be living this too. So a couple of thoughts I had as far as, the, uh, as far as modeling goes. Um, look at your friend group. 
do you have any friends that, that don't look like you, think like you, and believe like you? Um, if you don't, I would say maybe expand your friend group, yeah. right? Because um, you, need to, you need to be hearing from and having conversations with people who don't believe like you. Jesus did it all the time. He met the woman at the well. Yeah. He, we already talked about Matthew. We already talked about Simon. And Jesus yep. wasn't aligned with either of those two guys exactly. or the woman at the well. And yet they all wanted to be part of what Jesus was doing. Um, and right. that's, that's what we're about. We're about what Jesus was doing. So we need to stretch our friend groups and get outside of uh, just insulating ourselves with people who, who think, look, and act and believe like we do, right? So that's number one. Number two, we need to engage in conversation, yeah. right? And that's why, number one, why it's important that we have friends that we can trust and, and have these conversations with. Um, and we have to be willing to, in that conversation, trust that me and, and you and the other person um, want to move in the same direction. Right. We want to move towards peace. We want to move towards unity. We may not agree on how to get there. We can argue. We exactly. can debate. Exactly. But it doesn't mean I don't love you. Exactly. And I'm not going to con- continue to to be in a relationship, be in a friendship with you as Absolutely. we go. And and I think that um, you know, in my ministry specifically, um, I, I shared this with you earlier in that, you know, there's a there's a a typical um, thought process of, you know, in certain areas that you live, it's Democrat. Certain other areas that you live, it's Republican. And yeah. You know, when when you come to a center where, you know, the kids may be growing up in a Democratic household and then you have volunteers and people <laughs> from different ministries that believe on a, on a Republican basis or 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 vice versa. You know, you may have some Republican kids and Democratic, you know, ministry leaders and they're all a part of the body of Christ. They can all be a part of the body of Christ. But sometimes that is difficult to navigate the conversations because as a young person. You know, if I'm hearing things that I don't agree with, how do I go about that? You know, we, we talk to them all the time or, you know, I'm always ministering to young people about their relationship with their parents, yeah. you know, and that that's a primary example of like, hey, we don't agree here, but how do I navigate this conversation? It's no different in, in ministry and, and having them um, see the value in, hey, I'm listening to a person that I don't agree with, but how do I still grow and develop this relationship? How do I create an environment that allows for me to share honestly, share openly? openly and then listen honestly and listen openly um, because those are the things that that sharpen our young people. So Reggie, I'm going to just kind of pick up on something you just said uh, and you hinted at kind of this last aspect of modeling is as you're having conversation, I think it's and, and you're trusting that you're moving in the same direction we have to listen, I think, more than we talk. Yeah. Uh, you talked about listening to honest conversation and, and sharing openly and honestly. And I love that. But I think as leaders, we've got to position ourselves to ask more questions Absolutely. and to listen more and, and just kind of have a posture of, I don't know it all. Absolutely. Right. Man. That's kind of my thinking on this kind of modeling approach. We have sure. to model this. We have to live it out. So how do we go about teaching them how to do what we just talked about? Yeah. And so um, the number one aspect of, of the teaching is obviously knowing the word of God for ourselves. Uh, we as youth ministers and ministers of the gospel, we carry this mantle and we have to know exactly what we believe, you know, and we have to know why we believe what we believe. So we have to properly discern the word of God because there is a whole bunch of truth out there. But what we want to like, were those air quotes you used when you yeah, said there's a yeah, lot of truth out yep, there? Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> the, the, the double quotes, um, they, the, because there is a lot of truth out there, um, depending on what you what you believe mm-hmm. personally or what's on your timeline or, or the type of information that you 
you have and download the apps that you have or whatever it is. Um, but we have to remember that the only real truth, the only absolute truth is the word of God. And that's what we have Amen. to truly structure our time around and, and our mind around um, in order to be unified. Brian. And so when it comes to teaching one, you have to know the word of God. Secondly, um, there's a scripture that that um, when we were talking about doing this episode that really resonated with me and it was first Timothy four twelve. Love that verse. Yeah, it, it's really powerful. And I'm I'm going to read it out of the Amplified version just because um, that's the version that I like the best. So it says, let no one look down on you because of your your youth, but be an example to and set a pattern for believers in speech, in conduct, in faith, in love, and in moral purity, in moral purity. And and this is this is what we should be doing as youth ministers is teaching young people that their example is the example that can can leave a legacy. You know, there's nothing more fulfilling as believers than when we see young people following Jesus. Right. There's nothing more fulfilling than that. It literally I had a I was having a mm. conversation just yesterday with a young lady and she's expressing how God is working in her life and, and prayers that are going for that. She's praying and, and seeing the fruit of uh, those prayers come to pass and. It was just so encouraging that, That's you know, awesome. even at Bible study, I had to testify about it because there, there, there's a reality that young people following Jesus get different results. When, Amen. Pu- when they're following Jesus, they get different results because they, they have crazy faith, you know, because they just believe differently. But it is when they are rightly aligned with the word of God. Um, so. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just wanting to encourage, you know, youth ministers out there to to make sure that you are knowing the word of God, but then also make sure that you're encouraging young people to be examples to believers in how they act in their speech, in their in their love and in their in their faith, in their moral purity and teaching them to do those things so that we can be a more unified uh, body of Christ. So, Reggie, I want to go back to some words of Jesus, because I think that's kind of the place we always should start. And Jesus said, the world will know that you're my disciples by the way that you love one another. And so this message, man, is for for those of us who are following Jesus specifically, that that we have to get this right. Jesus calls us to unity. It's a non-negotiable. It's a non-negotiable. And we've seen too much division this year specifically. So we need to get this right. And our young people are looking to us to do it. Thanks for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast as we have talked about how we as the body of Christ can bring unity to a world of division. And as we mentioned earlier, we've got some information for you on the Ministry Leader Conference. We've told you already to save the date of January 30th. If you're in the northern Indiana area of Youth for Christ, um, we have some information coming to you specifically from your site directors, including a registration link, schedule, and times for the day. Wherever you are, wherever you serve with Youth for Christ, you should be getting some similar information from your chapter leadership or your site director. So we're looking forward to joining in that day. This is a national event, Reggie, where we're all tuning in online all at the same time, and it's the first time the entire movement of Youth for Christ has ever joined in together. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, Be sure if you're listening to get the information from your chapter leadership or your site director. Thanks for listening.